Beyond Battle Creek is a place to celebrate all that God is doing here at Battle Creek Church, behind the scenes and right in front of our eyes. My name is Gage Johnson, and I've been given the calling of finding and sharing those amazing things that God is doing in our church. As we honor stories of people knowing God, finding freedom, discovering their purpose, and making a difference, my prayer is that you would rejoice alongside us and find your place in the bigger story of the gospel. This season on Beyond Battle Creek, we're celebrating 20 years of Battle Creek Church. Whether this is your first week or you've been with us the whole 20 years, you're part of our history. This season, you'll hear stories of people who've been part of Battle Creek from the very beginning and some that have been only around for a few years. But throughout each story, you can find the common thread of God unmistakably moving in people's lives across Tulsa. Battle Creek Church is your place to know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a global difference. Let's jump in. I'm joined here today by Caitlin and Fonda Cole, uh, two very lovely people um, in heart and soul. Um, love being around you guys, especially together, um, because you're obviously mother and daughter. Um, and so it's it's a lot of fun to hang out with the two of you together, um, just the way that you play off of each other, I think. And, and you guys will get a taste of that today if you're listening in. But... Uh, we're here to talk about 20 years of Battle Creek Church, and y'all have been there for every minute of it. Is that right? Uh, uh, since 1999. Since yeah. 19. So before. <laughs> before. You guys are BBC before Battle Creek. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Fonda, if you could, because this is before your birthday, right, Caitlin? Uh, mm-hmm. 1999. Yes. Uh, yes. 2000, so, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Uh, man, that's crazy. Uh Fonda, if you could just kind of fill us in on, you know, what brought you guys to the church that would become Battle Creek Church and what church that was and what it was like. Um, and you, when we first talked, you kind of described a moment when you stepped into the building and what that was. Even right. Like. Yeah. Um, so um, my first daughter was born in 2000. Oh, 1997. Sorry. Backtrack here. Wow. In the 90s, 97. And so in 1999, we were kind of looking for a preschool for her to go to. And um, actually, Grace Mont Learning Center was not even on my list. I had two others that I was looking at and was kind of disheartened by the last one that I had visited. And so I was kind of just driving around and I saw this big sign called Grace Mont Learning Center out in front of Grace Mont Baptist Church is what it used to be called. And so I just stopped in. And so when I went in the building, um, it's an old outlet mall, obviously. Yeah. And so, so that's the same building that we're in yes, at the BA the campus building. now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. And so I just remember stepping in the building and um, I just really you know, felt the presence of the Lord and it was like stepping on holy ground and which we needed at that time because we had kind of come from Tennessee at a church that had kind of hurt us a little bit. And sure. so we were looking, we were kind of attending victory at the behind the scenes okay. um, and just kind of staying hidden there. Yeah. And so and you could do that because they met in the maybe center back then. And oh, so you wow. could kind of hide in the rafters. And, <laughs> and so we did that for a couple of years off and on. And so when I walked in there, like I said, it just felt like the presence of the Lord was there and I knew it and I needed that healing. Uh Um, And so then I met the director, Nancy Fitzpatrick, Mm -hmm. and she just embraced um, myself in that moment and then Mm -hmm. proved herself over and over again, you know, that she could be trusted and, um, yeah, and just through a death, my 
husband's aunt passed away and we couldn't get back to do the early enrollment for Grace Mon. She's like, no, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. And, um, which led us to then come to Grace Mont Baptist Church. Yeah. Just the epitome of grace, right? Yes. Someone just caring for Mm -hmm. you as a, as a sister in Christ. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys were at Grace Mont, uh, right shortly after that. What was, what was Grace Mont Baptist Church like? you know, in that big building and uh, just what were those early days like for y'all? Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, The people were very friendly. We were at that time, I think, right around 500. Okay. Um, I had previously, we had not been there where it had been a little bit larger. Uh Um, So we knew nothing that (laughs) was kind of, you know, might've been boiling in the background, but um, we found a, a a group that took us in um, because they were kind of they had their clicks, you know, and mm-hmm. so we had uh, the choir <laughs> clicks, and then we had yeah. the other group that was just kind of had been together a long time mm. at Gracemont, and then there was this other group. They're like, "Hey, will you just come join us?" And mm-hmm. they became our people. Yeah, and so they were much like Nancy. I mean, uh-huh. they just embraced us and took us in, and we did baby showers together and you know, camping and whatever. So together, yeah, Yeah, just did life. life Yeah. So (laughs) that was kind of our first taste, you know? And so, um, Grace Mont for me kind of taught me cause you know, being raised in the hellfire and brimstone era, (laughs) um, no grace, you know, um, it kind of taught me through that period of what a true relationship with the Lord was. And so it built a great foundation for what was about to happen in our lives and in the church's life. Yeah. So you guys were not there super long, though, right before things kind of got rough at Gracemont for a bit. And right. was was there an official split, an unofficial split? Kind how of how did that go down? Yeah, it was official. It was official. So we, were, we came in in spring of 99, and then this um, transpired around September okay. 2000. Wow. Uh, That's very fast. Who, I believe, is when it happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we... We went through a period where there were a couple of hundred that had stayed behind, um, and it dwindled to the 120 that 2025 that pastors always talking about. And so uh, during that time, uh, my husband and myself, along with two other couples, got to start the very first children's church mm. at Gracemont. Wow! Yeah, so that's so cool. Yeah, got to be a part of that, and uh, that helped us to, you know, stay plugged in. And God kept saying through the whole time, you know, you're, you're going to stay here, you know, be here, be present. Um, this is your home. So why my question would be like, why do you think that God would call you to stick, stick it out with a church that was very clearly like going through a lot of issues? Um, and you guys hadn't been there for very long. Um, you know, I think that probably there were some people who stuck it out for a life lifetime of loyalty to, to their church, um, you know, deeply rooted things. You guys had only been there a couple of years, right, before this went down. Um, why do you think the Lord was calling you to stay? I think it's just teaching us obedience mm-hmm. and um, to listen to his voice um, because that was part of the learning through the relationship of the mm-hmm. Lord, um, yeah. just learning who he is. And um, he had he had just called us there. And so it was just about obedience 
Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Were we going to do it? Um, we had some friends that left, which, like I said, that dwindled us down uh, further. So there were people that, you know, left hurt or left, you know, just because they, it was a turbulent time of, yeah. you know, were we going to make it through this? And uh, there were moments we thought we were going to lose the building. And so um, there was a administrator on staff who did some, I financial stuff behind the scene like trading land or bought selling it or whatever and mm -hmm. so um there were some people that you know helped donate mm. um, money and so it just god kept providing there's wow. there's the bottom line he just yeah. kept providing avenues or ways or people donating and so we were able to just continue on staying in the building and yeah. uh, ministry you know and yeah, and people would visit, and they would see something was going on, but, you know, <laughs> they either stayed or they didn't, but, yeah. yeah, yeah That's awesome. It was, just, it was obedience. Yeah. Yeah. So, Caitlin, tell me, like, what were some of your earliest memories of the church? Because you probably maybe barely remember Gracemont, right? Yeah, I don't remember Gracemont at oh, okay. all. I okay. only remember Battle Creek. Like, yeah. I think they called it, like, the church at Battle Creek at yeah. the time. It's had a couple of names. Yes, it's had a few, <laughs> just a few names. <laughs> um, and so uh, my earliest memory is we used to have, like, a bunch of things where we would have, like, Easter egg hunts and stuff like that, just different events that we would do at the church. Um, but I really remember, like, the Easter egg hunts in the old rooms. We used to have this room that was called the Green Room, and yeah. it actually was, it was Green. Green. It was actually green. It's where the chapel is now, okay. which is just crazy to see like all the changes that have happened. But um, I just remember just having a good group of friends always whenever I was at the church. It didn't matter um, what season of life I was in. Like even those early days, like I remember having like a good group of friends mm. that I just loved being around. Yeah. And so, yeah, the people and like different events we used to do all the time. I just remember all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Fonda, you guys were, uh, you saw the split and then not too long after that, you guys are calling a pastor from Northwest Arkansas, half Egyptian guy. <laughs> uh, what was kind of the atmosphere at Gracemont at that point? Um, which, you know, I'll let him tell the story of how it became Battle Creek, but well, how did, how did it feel? You know, to go from such a um, turbulent time, for sure, to, uh, you know, all this newness all at once in very, very different sense, I'm sure. But what was the atmosphere like around the church? Uh, right. So uh, the split happened in 2002. Um, actually, it was 2001. Let okay. me backtrack. It, yeah. it happened in 2000, September 2001. Uh, we went through 2002, and then we lost our pastor. Mm. Um, then in 2003, in this fall, no, 2002. Sorry, got to get my time straight here. <laughs> uh, it was the fall of 2002 that we met Alex Amaya. Okay. <laughs> and so yeah. he was called by a committee to come over, and we sat in the green room. <laughs> yes. yeah. And we met him for the first time. And wow. so... Um, it was just really an, a cool moment. Um, we were so hungry and so ready for change yeah. um, because the people that had stayed behind were just ready for that. Yeah. I think they truly were kind of the same heart as we had. Like you're being obedient, you're staying, and we're just after 
what the Lord wants for us in this church yeah. together, you know, and it all blended together well. And so those people in that room were just hungry for that. And yeah. so when we met him, it was so different. And so here's this, you know, I don't remember how old he would have been. He would have been in his thirties yeah. um, <laughs> coming and he's saying, Hey, there are no sacred cows. Mm. If That's the deal. No yeah. sacred cows. Uh, we're going to be a ship, not a cruise ship, but a hospital, yeah. you know, ship. We're going to help people. And so, um, yeah, that was where we all were. Mm. And so it was new and refreshing. You'd never heard, you don't hear preachers talk about that a whole lot. Yeah. And so he just said, you know, what if we kill the church? You know, would you be okay with that? And so um, we were like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. he may, might not have known that that day, but um what we didn't know was he had walked away and he tells this testimony a lot of that. It had to be a hundred percent unanimous yeah, on yeah. the vote. And it was, Yeah, wow. and <laughs> it was, that's amazing to me because, you know, getting a group of church people to agree on anything, yes. <laughs> uh, takes the Lord yes. to, yes, to be does. moving, you know, like, yes. uh, getting, I've been a part of churches where like, you can't agree on the color of the dang carpet. Right. Um, but to get, a group of church people say, yeah, we're willing to not even just a name change, not even just a branding change, but like we're going to put this organization into the ground and let God rebirth something different and new um, is insane. It's it's crazy that 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 happened and the Lord well, had to be in it. Right. And Alex was always so good about explaining it. He never left it. And he still to this day does not really let it just hang in our minds of, I'm just mm. going to do this. He always gives us the reason and it's always a God reason. Mm -hmm. And so he explained it very well when, why he wanted to do, um, we're going to take Baptist out of the name, mm. you know, why are we going to do this? Because we want to be relevant to everybody. Yeah. And so no matter what religion, you know, whatever. So it always made sense. Why are we going to do groups and not Sunday school? Mm. Because, it's better in circles. People mm. open up, they talk to each other more in the homes and stuff. And so yeah. it just, Oh yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yes. That's yeah. totally. Why are we not doing this? <laughs> yeah. So we, it was so easy to follow because it was, it was always of God. It was always in line and it was always, we're doing this for the people right. and to help them grow in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. How did it feel to have, you know, Two young kids at this point, three uh, young kids. Uh, we were on our third uh, yeah. by 2002. <laughs> by the time yeah. Alex came, we had our third one. So yeah. Kaylin was born in 2000. Okay. So 97, 2000, and 2002. Okay. Yes. So you've got three very young kids. Yes. Uh, and Alex and Meredith, I think, had two, if not pregnant with their third. They were pregnant with the third one. With, they, they were pregnant with Ben. Shortly. Uh, yes. And so how's, how does it feel to, like, you're kind of – betting the house a little bit uh when you say okay we're gonna raise our kids here and i'm sure like looking around it's like yes there's all this excitement but you're in a mostly empty uh building that's a former mall uh and just kind of anticipating what's the lord gonna do what what did that feel like to say okay we're gonna commit to raising our family here it was something I know for me had always um, been a desire because mm. back to the church split up, um, I was raised where my family went through five splits mm. in the church. And wow. so it was not uncommon. And I had never seen a split like this before, ever, where the presence of the Lord was 
like totaling it because they had fought over maybe not carpet, but finances. And it always became about the pastor and mm. just, it did not end well where the pastor ended up leaving and it was just accusations always. So I had never seen anything like this. So I knew it was different. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't hard to mm. make those decisions to stay yeah. at times a moment you think, Oh my goodness, what have I got myself into? But the overall arching is just the obedience to the Lord and growing in our relationship. And we were seeing that. Yeah. So why leave? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it just became home. So I really wanted a place for my kids to grow up where they connected mm -hmm. with others because I was always having broken relationships because of these church splits. And so we never stayed any place long, maybe four to five years. Mm -hmm. And then something would always happen in mm. these, you know, littler church. And I, I was raised in anywhere from 50 to 100. I think our biggest church we were part of was 250. Mm -hmm. And that still broke apart. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So to see something like this stay together over the years, yes. I'm sure has been immensely powerful for it you. It has survived. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. Uh, when you put it in a perspective like that, like to for someone who's seen so many splits, to see what has come out of this split is uh, it's powerful, right? It's it's amazing. It's amazing to, to be a part of it. Yeah. Honored to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, shortly after we become the Church of Battle Creek, uh, you get an invitation to join our staff, right? Yeah. Uh, so tell me, what did that look like? What was your initial role, because you've, you've worn many hats, yes. uh, but what was your kind of initial role on staff at Battle Creek? So um, I was serving in the kid, the children's area. Uh -huh. um, I was also running the gala at the time. It was okay. our craft fair we used uh, to okay. have. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So I had an active leadership role. Yeah. Um, <coughs> had keys to the office, <laughs> like, yeah. but it is still a volunteer position very sure. much so. And so in November, 2000, December, sorry, December, 2003, um, I, previously had been helping our family minister and slash community group leader. Um, he was on staff. I was helping him run of all our check-ins and run our kids, helping him run kids club. We had mm. launched because we wanted to, to bring in families. And so uh, after Alex had come and so we were doing this thing called kids club. Mm. And so I helped run that as a volunteer. Okay. My husband helped run the audio in it and the kids danced on the stage because they were a little <laughs> older. My oldest was where she could be on the, the dance team and yeah. stuff. So we had drama and dance and singing and, games and all kind of stuff is just this really cool um instrument i guess god used to get so many families in and yeah. there were other people that had come from other churches that had knew alex previously mm -hmm. including yes my wife and her family. <laughs> yes yeah. they had come over to help from um where alex had been previously and so it was an honor to get to meet them to work with everybody and so we just families were coming and they were being ministered to yeah. and so um yeah, so I got the honor of doing that, and so into no December 2003, they asked me to come on staff as a family ministry assistant. Okay, so. and so what all did that entail? Was it mostly just kind of the some of the same things with managing children's ministry and yeah, I was doing the same thing. Yeah, just, yeah I just got time. and I got and to do community groups. So I've been okay. a part of community groups yeah. the whole time from the beginning. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you talked about that being one of the big like philosophical changes from Gracemont to Battle yes. Creek 
was this idea of, you know, life is better in circles than rows. Um, what's it been like being like watching that grow and develop over the past 20 years? Um, the, just the community groups aspect. Sure. I think we started with maybe 15 and we grew into 30 and then it, it just kept growing um, into the hundreds. And now we're, I think we're at two in the two fifties, almost mm. 300. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, that. Yeah. That's awesome. And so it's, um, we let our senior adults stay on campus. I mean, yeah. so um, they meet there on Sunday mornings. And so the rest of our, they just go into homes. And so, yeah, it's been pretty cool about being part of that. And uh, yeah. And more growth on the way. I was talking to Mark Clayton, the Broken Arrow Group's uh, pastor. And he was saying that his target was to essentially double uh, in the next year. And I was like, Mark, you're a madman. He's like, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, you know, there, there's people there. They just, we got to get them in groups. And, uh, that, that is the passion of the groups team is like, there are people here who aren't in a group and they need to be, we want them in a group, not because of what we want for them. Um, but because we know that that's, what's best for people is, is to be in group. I, lo I love that so much. Um, Caitlin, what was it like, you know, having a mom on staff as a little kid, uh, in, it's, it's been fun mm -hmm. coming on staff and seeing my kids kind of like take a little bit more ownership, yeah. of, especially of the building. Of yes. like, you know, <laughs> they want, they're able to like roll down the ramps now mm -hmm. once you know, the building is kind of cleared out and mm -hmm. stuff like that. What, what was it like for you as a kid uh, mm -hmm. with a mom on staff? Yeah, so I would say that we were pretty much always there, <laughs> like, growing up, um, just because they used to have, like, child care and stuff like that throughout, like, the summer, and so we were always up there, like, during those times, um, and with having, because my dad was on staff at the time as well um, for a little bit, and so with that and us being there all the time, I felt like the building was, like, mine and my siblings. We would, <laughs> yeah. like, walk around around and just pretty much like own the building <laughs> and it was just so much fun um because it was cause a cool building it was so cool and there's an so old mall That's there's awesome. so many different like nooks and crannies in there <laughs> that you're just like I didn't even know this existed and you yeah. could go for like a long time without knowing that room was there you <laughs> yeah. know and so it was just really cool to just be able to explore it um but then also just like having friends that I was like yeah my parents are on staff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just really fun to um also just answer people's questions because I'm like a really big helper and mm. so anytime somebody asked a question I was like oh I've got you I know the answer to yeah. that yeah. so I loved having both of my parents on staff and then like my mom's still being on staff. Like I, I love it. It's so fun. Just to be able to help people more. Yes. Are you an Enneagram too, Caitlin? No, I'm an Enneagram nine. Oh, yes. okay. That's fine. All right. Well, I can yes. relate. I can relate. Um, but just the aspect of helping people mm -hmm. is super important. Um, so Caitlin, what would you say is like the biggest change that you have seen over like the last, uh, you know, 10, 15 years of Battle Creek church? It's probably the first five years or so, you know, you, there were lots of changes, but you were probably too young to really remember them. But it's also changed a lot in the last decade. Um, what's what's it been like for you to see all that change? Mm, it's been really awesome. Um, you can just tell that each and every moment has been ordained by the Lord. Mm. And it's very much like the Holy Spirit has just kind of flooded the whole building and the people that are there. Mm. Um, and so it's been really fun to just be able to see 
all of the different changes. I think the biggest change that I've seen is probably definitely like the building. (laughs) It's been through a lot of changes. Um, but also like I've been there through a lot of like the staff changes and stuff like Mm. that as well. And I think that this is definitely the healthiest spot that our staff has been in a while. Um, and so just being able to, um, see that and like build those relationships and friendships with people, um, has just been incredible because it's completely just ordained by God and the Holy Spirit has completely anointed this, um, church, which is amazing. So you say that the staff is in the healthiest spot ever. Uh, you just came on staff actually. (laughs) And so, you know, the missing piece has finally been added here. Uh, so Caitlin, tell us about your role Mm -hmm. and, uh, and what draws you to that role. Yeah. So right now I'm the office coordinator. And so I sit at the front desk and I answer the phones and I welcome people as they walk in, um, which is one of my favorite things to do because I love people. (laughs) So being able to just love on people in that way as they walk through the door, um, because sometimes you you do it well. I'll say I don't need to interrupt you (laughs) to be to be greeted by such, you know, a bright, friendly face is a really, really welcoming presence. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, But on some of the days that like there are people that walk in on their worst days um, and just being able to love them through that um, and be able to give them the resources that they need or, you know, even just praying with them or finding somebody who they can talk to that can pray with them. Um, It's really, I just love it because you're being able to minister to somebody in that way. Um, And so yeah, I love being the office coordinator because I also get to help um, with any of the like central needs. So if there's like paper that's out, I get to be the one to order that. And so it's just really fun to be able to just help people because that's who I am. I love helping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fonda, what's it like to have, uh, you know, your daughter on staff now to see her serve the church after you've served the church now for, you know, 19 in the last 20 years right I mean in a in a staff capacity you've never really stopped ever uh, as a volunteer what what's it like to see uh Caitlin do that and and your other daughter also your oldest daughter has, has been on staff also right she was an intern she was an intern yeah, for a while so what, what's it like to see your kids see what you did serving on staff and then grow up and then say I want to do that too um how, how does that feel as a mom um pretty amazing i mean that just fulfills going (laughs) back to the beginning it just fulfills what god you know being obedient and um just hanging in there and um just whatever he put in front of us just doing it yeah and so it's been pretty cool because my um daughter oldest one she was an intern for a little over a year and she actually met her now husband yeah there and he came on staff Uh he was our lighting director for about three years i believe uh-huh. and so um they met and married there and yeah. now caitlin is Esme, doing the same <laughs> our junior high pastor dax and crow and they'll be married um in a couple of weeks a well couple, a week a yeah weeks a week a week and one day yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so um just yeah god yeah. has done so much in our family uh-huh. um it's just been amazing to watch and yeah. so yeah that's that's awesome because so i mean I went to school uh, at a Baptist school, and so lots of my peers were getting ready for ministry and things like that. And there was sometimes like some mixed excitement whenever, uh, you know, uh, one of my my friends that were, was a girl was marrying someone who was called to the ministry 
where they were going on staff because it's it's a difficult life sometimes like you're you're pouring out your life you're uh you know really surrendering to a calling and you know we're not in this to make a whole bunch of money like we i think everybody knows that like we're not uh we're not taking this paycheck to the bank every week it's not uh it's not a way to make generational wealth but the real generational increase is this attitude of service and the 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 heart of wanting to bless and minister other people um and that's that's played out in your family and i love that um so what what would you guys say is the like most important quality of our church that you've seen over the last 20 years um what what do you think that our church holds most dear um as a church as a whole um for me it's honestly the people it started for me with nancy embracing me um with a group of people coming alongside of us um our community groups through the years, um, going through spiritual gift testing that drew us closer and helping us to understand people, mm. which is part of our advanced track still to this day. Yeah, That started in the beginning and it's been a core. Um, so it helps people find freedom and understand why other people do what they do and understand yourself better. Mm. It's just, it's, you know, falls right into line mm. with that whole learning who Christ is and um, just that relationship. So for me, it's the relationship with God, mm-hmm. the relationship with the people. Mm. Um, the people have stayed the same. Like they may have come and gone, mm-hmm. but they're the same. Yeah. Like they're just, it, that's parts the same. Mm. Um, so we've seen people that have come in and they've just needed healing. Mm. We've seen people come in, maybe need healing or training and then they get sent out. Yeah. And then there are some people that have just stayed and mm-hmm. they've been there the whole 20 years plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's about the people. The yeah. people are just what makes Battle Creek church unique. Yeah. and special because they truly are people that love the Lord. They mm. love each other. Um, they're there just because of the Lord and, and wanting that relationship and craving more and seeing that life can be changed truly mm. because, you know, our life has definitely been impacted Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. What about for you, Caitlin? What do you think is uh, the most important quality? Of- um, I would say... The people as well, but I would say that the Holy Spirit through everything Mm. has been like the most important quality um, that we've all as a church held very highly. Like we never want to do anything without the Spirit of God being there. Mm. Um, And whether that's through like our kids ministry, student ministry, community groups, we always want the Spirit of God to be wherever we're going. And I love that Pastor Alex through the years has always like if he hears the Holy Spirit talk, he will stop everything Mm. that he's doing and he will shift to whatever that whatever the Holy Spirit is telling him to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that it's, it's very, very um, great that Pastor Alex has done that through the years because mm-hmm. it has trickled down to every single ministry. Um, and so I would say, I would say that. I love that. <laughs> and Alex, he, when he came, he's like, we're going to take care of people from birth to the grave. Yeah. And he has stuck to that and yes. back to that where it's trickled throughout the whole, where it's just mm. impacted the whole culture, no matter what age you are. Right. And we've been very respectful of any generation 
And so I love that about our church is it is truly multi multi-generational. Yeah. 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 I definitely think on, from the outside, there are a lot of people that say, Oh, that's kind of a young people church or like a young family church. And then once you really get into the middle of it, like you see like, no, like there truly are every generation is represented here. Um, and yes, for sure. Young families are welcome, but you're also going to see lots and lots of young single people. You're going to see lots and lots of, uh, middle-aged folks and people past retirement and lots and lots of folks who've empty nesters uh, who are empty nesters yeah. and who've, who've been <laughs> around for a, a while you know mm-hmm. uh, and our, our church I think does a really really great job of meeting needs for every generation um, and and being Jesus for every generation just like you said um, one last question and this this may be a tough one Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh you guys have you guys have seen all twenty years of Paddle Creek Church so far. What's the next twenty years look like? Is there anything like the last twenty? I think it'll be the same. The people will stay the same. We'll be obedient. Um, I think we're just gonna go to new levels, you mm. know, with the Lord. And if our core stays the same and we're still loving and valuing people like we do, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I echo everything she just said. Yeah. I think the sky's the limit with everything that's happening. Just cause I mean, like I said earlier, the staff is in the healthiest spot it's been mm. and they firmly believe in like the, core beliefs Mm -hmm. and so that is I mean that alone will take it you know and so that along with you know what the presence of God wants to do and what the Holy Spirit wants to do like literally this guy is the limit Mm -hmm. so that's awesome yeah we just got to keep valuing people they are hungry to be seen and to be valued Mm -hmm. and that is part of my passion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know um, as a church member as a staff member is like I just want to make sure people are seen and heard and they're valued and they're taken care of. And Mm. so part of my job to this day, um, because I get to do registration, um, I'm helping students right now. I just answered a mom's question this morning, and (laughs) she actually two this week, and they're like so thankful, Mm -hmm. you know, because they thought they needed to pay a little extra for camp. And I got to say, no, they scholarshiped you. The the church has blessed you with this, and you only owe $50. And she was like, really? I mean, the excitement that comes from that, you know, and getting to answer her question that fast, you Mm -hmm. know, and um, that is what makes the people feel valued and then thereby draws them to the Lord. So just, I think we have that at our church, Mm -hmm. you know. It's all about the people. Yes, yeah. It's all about the people. Yeah. Take care of them and they'll just come to, you know, they'll see that and then they come to the Lord with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Fonda, Caitlin, thank you guys so much oh, for joining us. Thank you for asking us. Yes, yes. I uh, can't wait for yes. uh, the next 20 years. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to Beyond Battle Group. If you liked what you heard today, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share so that we can continue to do projects like this. Thanks so much. See you next time.